Good news. Good news. La buena noticia. Ha llegado. The good news is finally here. Friends, listen to me. This is serious business. What the world needs today is Jesus. The Bible says in John 3.16 that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Hello everyone and welcome to Eyes on the Word, the radio ministry of Calvary Chapel Aventura in North Miami, Florida. I'm Gerard Moreski bringing you a few quick ministry updates before we get started with today's program. All right, number one, be sure visit us on the web at calvaryaventura.com or eyesontheword.com for more information about ministry opportunities and information. If you don't have a home church, please come check us out. We're located in the Aventura Hallandale area of North Miami, Florida. Our services are on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. in Spanish, 11 a.m. in English, and Wednesday nights at 7:30 p.m. And if you have children, they're welcome as we have Sunday school for all ages. And here now is our senior pastor, Pastor Vic. And hello, everyone. I am Pastor Vic, the senior pastor of Calvary Chapel Aventure. And I want to thank you, Gerard, our faithful servant in our ministry, for joining me today and doing the wonderful opening for us. To our listeners, to our listening audience, please stay tuned to our program as we have an exciting program lined up for you today. If you would like to write down our phone number, if you would like to participate in our program for today, if you have a question or a comment, please write this phone number down. The phone number is 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537. Of course, that's our church number. We have it forwarded here to the station, but feel free to write that down so that when the opportunity comes for you to call us, uh, you have that phone number available. This past week, we have been on the topic of missions for the last two weeks now. Last week, joining me was Pastor Chris, one of the pastors of Calvary Chapel in our area, and he was preparing to leave to Belgium to share the good news of Jesus Christ in that wonderful country. And uh, prior to that, we have Pastor Carl, the senior pastor of Calvary Chapel, Dora, which is a, a, a wonderful individual here that has a wonderful ministry in the area of Miami. And we were touching on the topic of Haiti. And, of course, the terrible earthquake, the terrible disaster that rocked that place, as most of us know, just a few weeks ago. And, of course, because of this, there have been a lot of interesting questions that have come out due to this disaster in Haiti. Some of the questions were that I keep hearing is, why did this happen to Haiti? Was this God's direct judgment on Haiti? Some other questions are, is God trying to get the attention of this country for their uh, false religious practices and many, many more questions that I keep uh, hearing coming up. And well, to help us answer some of these questions, I have invited a good friend of mine, Nathan Jones. And Nathan is um, Nathan Jones is an evangelist and a web minister for Lamb and Lion Ministries. It's a wonderful ministry reaching out to billions plus people who are accessible to the internet and. Their message is the soon return of Jesus Christ. Nathan, my brother, it's so great to have you on the program. Welcome. Well, it's great to be here. Thick, uh, Vic, thanks for having me on. Oh, it's awesome. Listen, you're calling us from Texas. Tell me, how are things out there? Cold for Texas. <laughs> What's the weather like, Nate? 
Oh, miserable and rainy. I can't wait till spring comes. Oh, man. Listen, we need more people down here in Miami. Any consideration in visiting us down here? Oh, I think everybody would love to get down to Miami. <laughs> well, hopefully the opportunity will be there in the near future. Nathan, again, thank you so much for uh, being on the program with us. And you guys have a wonderful ministry, and I think we're going to have an awesome program. And, uh, Nathan, before we continue, just for our listening audience who get to know you a little bit, uh, you, you married, have children? Yes, sir. My wife, Heather, I met back at uh, Philadelphia Biblical University, and we have uh, three wonderful elementary-age children. Oh, that is so awesome. And, Nathan, how long have you been involved there with um, uh, uh, Lamb and Lion Ministries now? I've been serving at Lamb and Lion Ministries a little over two years now. Uh, The ministry's been around 30 years, and our primary message is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ to as many people as we can, as quickly as we can, before Jesus' return in the rapture. And that's my focus particularly is on the Internet uh, through our website at lamblion.com. And uh, we get to have a TV show called Christ and Prophecy and publications and magazines, just lots of good stuff. And uh, we just try to reach the world with the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, let me tell you, I've been checking out your website, and there's a lot of wonderful, wonderful information there. And uh, Nathan, anything coming up that maybe our listening audience might tune into or tap into? Oh, sure. We have a a number of conferences that uh, we host. Uh, We have another one coming up in two weeks in Tyler, Texas. It's uh, Bible Prophecy in the News. We have our big 30th anniversary one. It's an apologetics one in June. And you particularly, Vic, know about the one coming in October because you are our opening speaker for the Future Hope Conference, a conference about giving hope to people that the future gives us in the Lord Jesus' return. Oh, and it's, it's going to be a privilege and a pleasure, my friend, to hook up with you once again. And I think it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Now, Nathan, before we continue, would you mind opening us up with a word of prayer? I'd be happy to, brother. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this opportunity to talk about your word, to share the gospel, Lord, the saving gospel that brings people to Christ and gives us hope in the future. Lord, we thank you for your love, and we pray you'll bless the words that were spoken today in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you to our listening audience. You are listening to Eyes on the Word, the radio ministry of Calvary Chapel. I'm I'm Pastor Vic, the senior pastor there. Thank you for joining us again. Our phone number, 305-992-9537. If you have a question or a comment, we will definitely... I uh, would love to hear from you in a little while when we when we uh, invite you to call in. For right now, we're going to be talking about the topic of Haiti and also the event there that took place and the questions that are being asked. Why did this happen to Haiti? Was this God's direct judgment on Haiti? And is God trying to get their attention as a country for their religious practices? Now, Nathan, I am so glad you're on the program because you wrote an incredible article regarding the situation there in Haiti. And Nathan, uh, uh, looking at the article that you wrote, I mean, this is really excellent. And it helps to answer a lot of the questions that people have. And Nathan, would you go ahead and talk to us a little bit about the article that you wrote regarding, is this God's direct judgment on Haiti? Oh, sure. I'd be happy to. If you go to our website at lamblion.com, at the bottom of the page, on every page, is the featured question. A lot of people were like you, man. They were calling in. They were wanting or writing in, wanting to know, you know, what, what's going on in Haiti? This is getting to be almost the, the most casualties of any disaster in this century, and uh, people have got a lot of questions, you know, what has God involved? And so this is the article I wrote, and uh, we sent that out to our, a lot of our viewers and our um, people who subscribe to our newsletter to try to help answer those questions. Yes, and Nathan, on, on there you have some excellent statistics regarding the magnitude of the earthquake. Can you go over some of those for us? Oh, certainly. I mean, we know about the tsunami a few years back that uh, pretty much uh, flooded out Cambodia and reached all as far as Somalia. About 220,000 people had died from that. That's considered the worst natural disaster 
recorded so far in our lifetime. And it looks like this disaster, this earthquake in Haiti, is coming really close to that. Mm -hmm. January 12, 2010, Haiti uh, just was devastated. I mean, this is the worst earthquake that they know of in over 200 years. 7.0 was the magnitude. And it literally leveled their capital city of Mm -hmm. Port-au-Prince. Amazing. And I, I love those statistics because you also tell us that the magnitude, of course, 7.0 quake that flattened the capital of Port-au-Prince. And, you know, Nathan, I had the opportunity to be there uh, in Haiti just a few days after the quake hit. And, Nathan, I mean, it really looked like a mini nuclear bomb was dropped in the middle of the city. The devastation wow. is incredible uh, regarding what took place there. So uh, as, as I look at your article, I mean, it's really right on. Uh, regarding what what took place, and I love those statistics. I mean, this was the first earthquake, right? In how long? Two hundred years? That's what they're you know, as long as they've been keeping records for that. Over two hundred years, they've never experienced an earthquake like that, and so focused on their capital city. Uh, I have uh, missionary friends over in the DR, and they said they didn't even know about the earthquake until they saw it on the TV. So, which is strange too, because being on a fault line, it should have the whole island should have felt it, but it was really very centered on Port-au-Prince. You know, and that's very interesting that you say that because when we went there to the Dominican Republic to help out with the relief efforts, we were on the other side of the Dominican Republic just about an hour and a half away. Uh, we're working out of our missions base in, um, in, in there by the border, about an hour and a half away from the border in Barahona. And it was interesting, Nathan, because nothing really happened on the other side of the Dominican Republic. And I guess that's why people are asking the question, man, is this God's direct judgment on Haiti? Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Certainly, certainly. Well, you know, man, we live in the time of the fall. You know, earth was perfect when Adam and Eve was here. God made everything perfect. But when sin entered the world, the earth got cursed. And one of the things that we experienced besides man being sinful is that the world now has fallen. So natural disasters and diseases and uh, economic problems and, and just people getting along. Every, it's just a disaster, that, and we brought upon ourselves. So natural disasters generally come because we live in a fallen world. But we do know God's sovereign. We know like Daniel 2, 20 through 21 says that God is in control and he's behind everything. Even yes. Satan can't act without God giving him the leeway to do so. So we know in all things that God is behind it all. But that, now, directly, does God, did he particularly you know, target Haiti? I, I think in a way he did, and not to sound callous or anything, because God uses disasters and this is something very important god uses disasters to wake up our uh, you know if you see yes. a horse and he, he's the horse is traveling down and he's got blinders on both sides and he can't see to the left or the right and i think people are like that we walk around with blinders and then when a natural disaster happens all of a sudden things about eternity start mattering to us we start yeah. looking into god's word we start turning to god and so god uses natural disasters at one point to to punish of course because god has to deal with sin and we know Haiti is just extremely deep into voodoo and animism. You know, we know that um, even though Roman Catholicism and Protestantism practice, Haitians are very much into animism, with especially voodoo. Matter of fact, in uh, April 2003, their president, uh, Aristide, sanctioned voodoo as a recognized religion. Hmm, amazing. And we've seen the results of that in Haiti it's with terrible poverty, and uh, it's considered uh, 80% of the people live below poverty lines. So uh, God uh, has to punish sin, but at the same time, God wants that punishment for people to say, Lord, please forgive me and come back to me. And God does that. He uses judgments to bring people back to him in repentance, and that's God's ultimate goal. Yes, I love that. And and that is so true. And I think, you know, even the things that have happened in the United States of America with 9-11, it serves as a wake-up call. Would you agree with that? Oh, goodness. Uh, it's amazing how the, the churches were packed after 9-11. 
people suddenly got a bigger picture view of our daily routines, and they started turning to God for help. And, uh, of course, you know, I think we rolled over and hit the snooze button after a year or so, and hopefully that won't happen in Haiti. But I think we're seeing the spiritual results in Haiti as the world's eyes are focused on Haiti. People are outpouring love and compassion through mission work and, and yes. aid and doctors and stuff like that. I was over at uh, Samaritan's Purse site uh, today, and I was looking at the, the Haitian president had canceled the carnival celebrations last week, instead called for a three-day of fasting and prayer. They had 200,000 people who had died in the earthquake, and thousands and thousands of Christians were praying for the families of those who lost loved ones. And I have, the missionary friends are over there, and I'm sure when you were there you saw it, is that, that the country, many people are turning to God for answers and asking yes. for forgiveness, and we're seeing spiritual revival there, and that's what God always wants when he gives judgment. He wants to see spiritual revival, and people turn to him for their souls and for their future, not here just on earth, but for eternity. That's right. And, and Nathan, we, we both agree and believe that the Lord is coming soon. He can come at any moment, and people, they need to be ready. Oh, goodness, yes. You know, it's interesting. One of the signs you're talking about, not just earthquake, but if you go to the U.S. Geological Survey website and check, uh, they have an earthquake. Um, I don't know what you call it. They, they, they follow all the little earthquakes and they report it, and of the magnitude 5.0 or higher. And, and this 6.7 is just one in a long series of earthquakes. Uh, earlier this week, a 6.2 in Indonesia, a 6.9 around the uh, North Korean border, it, uh, just a, we had a 5.0 today near Japan. I mean, the earthquakes are happening all over, and they're happening more in frequency and intensity. And the Bible says in Matthew 24:8 that natural disasters and other signs would increase in frequency and intensity, like birth pains do to a woman. The closer we got to Jesus, the sooner return. So as these earthquakes increase more and more, we're starting to see that Jesus is right on the horizon of coming. In fact, a, a British charity called Oxfam, they analyzed a bunch of Red Cross, United Nations, and uh, uh, statistics and studies that they did on natural disasters. And they found out that uh, we're currently experiencing about 500 natural disasters a year wow. compared to only 120 per year back in the 1980s. And the number of weather-related natural disasters in 2006, you know, it was only 240. Back in 1980, it was only 60. They're saying that between 85 and 94, Oxfam found 174 million people were affected by natural disasters, but that has gone up 70% to 254 million people per year. So we are seeing natural disasters incredibly on the rise lately, just like birth pains. Amen. Oh, that is so awesome. And I love uh, what you wrote on this article, Nathan, that I think is also right on. And I love this. Uh, you have a portion there that says, uh, uh, why God? And on the bottom, you have a picture there, the death toll in Port-au-Prince. But I love this, what you wrote. You wrote, because of our rejection of God and his moral standards, we tragically are the ones truly responsible for these uh, natural disasters. As long as the nations continue to reject God, he will use natural disasters to yell, I love you, repent, and come back to me. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Certainly. Uh, you know, again, natural disasters, we see them, and we know that God is in control of everything. We know our sin nature has caused them. And that, the natural disaster, we wouldn't have natural disasters today if we were sinless, you know. <laughs> but uh, we're not, and we need a Savior. We need Jesus Christ, because he died on the cross for us. He did the saving work so that our belief in him that we will be saved and we will appear cleansed and pure before God. But in the meantime, we live on a fallen earth, and the natural disasters happen. And then the natural disasters happen, that should be a wake-up call to us to say, yes, yes, there is a God in control, and I, I need to be 
if I can say this on his good side, I need to be on his team. I, I need to show that I really do love him, Lord, and, and please forgive me my sins and, and mm. come back to me. And uh, it's interesting, Isaiah 26, 9 says, When your judgments come upon the earth, the people of the world learn righteousness. And so as much as we see the judgments and think, oh, God is just trying to hurt the people of Haiti, that's not the case. God no. wants to bring people back to him. And that's not just Haiti, but in every natural disaster, an economic disaster, and personal disaster that we experience. Yes, and you know what, uh, uh, Pastor Nathan, I, I really love uh, Lamb and, and Lion Ministries because you also are... Uh, are bringing forth the grace of God, you know, and the love of God, that God doesn't want to just pour out his wrath on people, but he loves them enough to call out to them through this natural disaster to get their attention and to say, man, I love you. And and Nathan, I think you would agree that we do really, uh, we are due for another wake-up call in our nation. Would you agree? Oh, all the signs are pointing to, I mean, God gives, it, it kind of works in three stages, and you can see this with Israel, especially it's written in Deuteronomy 28, is that God will send pastors and missionaries and people in a country to say, hey, come back to the Lord, come back to the Lord. And if that doesn't work, he starts using remedial judgments, either uh, economic, and, you know, we're seeing that today. Uh, we're seeing it with natural disasters. We're seeing it with social decay and just a, basically a return to the days of Noah, falling apart of society. And if that doesn't happen, if we harden our hearts and refuse to repent, then that God gives us over to military takeover, to yes. ec total economic disaster, and we are really, we have, I think we are, like you said, 9-11, we are responding to God in bits and pieces. But overall, our nation and other nations around the world continue to want to do it on our own and leave God out of things and kick him out of the school systems and out of our government. And there's just so long before God says, enough's enough. I'm going to have to let you go. That's right. And you know what, Nathan, it's so true. And you look at the response of our world, the anger because of the injustice. I was just looking in the New York Times newspaper, and you probably heard about the article regarding the uh, this individual that just flew his uh, airplane into the IRS uh, building. And an amazing thing, because there, there is so much uh, greed rampant in our country, and people are just upset over it, and they're lashing out. And we, the Bible tells us that in the last days, people will grow worse and worse. Uh, there's going to be more greed. There's going to be more more problems, and all this is leading to something. Would you agree with that? Definitely. It's it's those birth pains again. Uh, the Bible says that uh, we will know that Jesus' return is near when we become like the days of Noah. Before Noah and the flood, the people had degenerated into to murdering and killing and uh, adultery, and uh, they lived for lust and pleasure. And it was they were just totally. God was actually disgusted. He made man. But he took those who were righteous, Noah and his family, and he took them out of that natural disaster. While he brought wrath on the earth, he cleansed the earth, and he started over again. And the Bible tells us that there will be another time, just like the flood, that will happen on the earth. It's called the tribulation. It will be seven years where God will pour out his wrath upon the world for his continued rebellion against him. But the Bible also prays, uh, promises, like in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 1 Corinthians 15 and John 14 and Revelation 2, there's all sorts of different places where God promises that those who believe in Jesus as Savior will be taken out of the world before that wrath comes on the earth. Now, again, that wrath is God poured out on the earth, but the same purpose, just like Haiti, is that God wants these people to turn back to him in repentance 
And the Bible says that we're going to see millions and millions of people come to know the Lord Jesus during that tribulation. Awesome. And that is so true. And to our listening audience, if you just tuned into our program, you tuned into Eyes on the Word. I'm Pastor Vic, the senior pastor of Calvary Chapel Aventura. With me is Nathan Jones with Lamb and Lion Ministries. And we have about seven minutes left to our program. We gave you our phone number. And I'll repeat it again. In case you have a question or a comment, please feel free. To interrupt us at any moment, we would love to hear from you. The phone number, once again, is 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537. We're talking about the topic of Haiti and what is what happened in Haiti, God's direct judgment, as uh, Pastor Nathan shared with us, that it's a wake-up call. God loves you. He has a special plan for your life. But God wants you to turn from your sins, to repent and to turn to him. The Bible tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him, Jesus, will not perish but have eternal life. So God's purpose is for you to come to him. We believe that the time is short. Jesus Christ is coming soon. And as you look around, as you look at what's happening to our world, it's God calling out, I love you, repent, and turn back to me. Now, Nathan, as we look at uh, these times that we're living in, now you mentioned about the um, terrible, terrible period that is coming upon this world, which is called the tribulation period. Now, you mentioned it's for seven years, right, Nathan? Yes, sir. And we believe that what's coming is nothing in comparison to what has happened right now. Would you agree? Well, it'll make Haiti seem rather sad. Uh, actually, the tribulation will have two of the worst earthquakes that the planet's ever known. One of them will be so strong that the mountains will actually be leveled. After the tribulation and Jesus' second coming, we know that when Jesus comes back for a thousand years, other than Jerusalem, the rest of the world will be a plain. So these earthquakes are going to be, during the tribulation, are going to almost reform the earth into what it looks like, into a, a plain. So it will be like Texas. Everything will be flat. And I'll miss <laughs> the mountains. But uh, the, all the high places that idol worship was will be taken down, and God's throne in Jerusalem will be lifted up, and people look up and see Jerusalem and, and know God is there, and they'll be the only place to worship. And uh, You know, as, as terrible as the tribulation is, and terrible as the world will self-destruct, basically, and that God will pour his wrath and the millions will come through, is that we look forward to a time where peace, righteousness, and justice will come on the world during the millennium. And that's as all Christians we're looking for. When Jesus comes back to earth, and we have finally a real government that loves God and is God yes. and is just, and uh, we get justice swiftly and quickly instead of waiting years to go through the court systems and when it's not plagued by human error. And as believers in Christ, uh, we will come back with Jesus and we will help him in uh, ruling and reigning as teachers and administrators and, and justice. And those people who believe in Jesus and came through the tribulation will live on through the millennial kingdom and repopulate it and uh, just It'll be a, we have an amazing future ahead of us, Vic. That's right. And we have hope, Nathan. And I hope that our listening audience understands that what we're here to offer is hope. And too often they categorize prophecy and end times as God's, uh, you know, uh, that God is a God of wrath and God is a God of judgment. But that's not what we're preaching here. What we're saying here is that God is a God of love. And God loves you. And God has a special plan for you. And God has provided a way of escape through his son, Jesus Christ, if you put your trust in him, if you look to him, God will grant you eternal life. Pastor Nathan, how would you be able to encourage someone out there that maybe feels that there is no hope because of what's happened and, and, and they really don't know what to do? What would you say to that person out there? I would say, look at Haiti. God shook up Haiti to, and the 
people are turning to the Lord, and maybe you're going through a tough time in your life now, and God's shaking up your life. He wants you to look to him. Get a Bible. Start with the Bible. Start with the book of John and see what God's will for your life. Our life here is but like a drop of water of an ocean. It is so small compared to the eternity we have ahead of us. Now, we have great hope and great blessing if we accept Jesus' offer of salvation and he rescues us from our sin, that we can reign with him forever. But we have no hope in eternity if we reject that and continue to live in our own rebellion because the only justice we'll get is hell. And that's a forever separation from God and forever punishment. So we want to turn to Jesus as Savior and accept him and have so much ahead of us. So look at the big picture. Keep your eyes focused on the eternal and everything and our problems today will make more sense in the bigger picture that Jesus loves us and he has a great future for us. Oh, that is so awesome, Nathan. And you know, Nathan, as we, we have two minutes left as we get ready to close, I just want to read uh, one last comment that you uh, wrote here in this wonderful article. And it says, we need to repent nationally for removing God from our society, for our murders from the womb to the elderly, for our obsession with sexual uh, promiscuity, for our fascination with the occult, and for our lack of support for Israel's right to exist. We need to accept Jesus as our Savior, the only way we will be rescued from the coming wrath. And, and Nathan, I have to say that I agree with this that you wrote here. As a nation, we love the United States of America. They are a great nation, but... We need to repent. Our society needs to turn to him because he is our only hope. Nathan, I just want to thank you again for this time here with us. And maybe I can ask you if you will close us in a quick word of prayer. I'll be happy to. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for all you're doing. We thank you that you care enough about us that you died on the cross so that we can be saved and be pure before your Father and be returned to you. And we pray that anyone listening out there who hasn't accepted Jesus as Savior will do so right now. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Be my Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the ministry of Vic. In your precious name, amen. Amen. And this is Pastor Vic. You have been tuned into our program, Eyes on the Word. Nathan, thank you so much for joining us on the program. May the Lord bless you, my friend. Thank you, man. You too. Well, that's all the time that we have for, uh, for today's program. For more information, please be sure to visit us on the web at calvaryaventura.com or eyesontheword.com. May the Lord bless you and good night. Good news. Good, good news. news. La buena noticia. La I did The good news is finally here. Friends, listen to me. This is serious business. What the world needs today is Jesus. The Bible says in John 3.16 that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have